You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Hello, salutations, good evening, good afternoon, or good day, depending on if you live down under. I don't know where you are at this specific moment, but welcome to the Screener Squad. My name is Chad. Today, I have LeWayne, Matt, and Trevor. Gentlemen, please say hi. Hi. Hello. I have to say, after watching this movie, I don't know where I am either. (laughs) All right, well, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Today, we are reviewing a film called The Seed. It's going to be released on Shutter, and I mean, it's a movie. It does exist. My initial thoughts are I liked the potential was, but I feel like this thing shoehorned itself into a comedy, and I don't think it's that funny. And I also think, especially if you're going to have a movie coming out in 2022 that predominantly just has females on screen, either the script or the director or both of them should be a woman. Like I felt like this this could have been easy, easily three dudes uh doing the same thing. My my reaction and it's a cynical take. I'm going to admit it's a cynical political take, but this is a cynical movie. Mm-hmm. 10 minutes into this I'm like this was written by a guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with no. that. I've made plenty of shorts where it was all written by men and but we try to you know over the years we've brought female writers in or you know hey this time we're going to have a female director direct what we wrote it's little baby stuff like that but it does make a difference and it i don't know again especially when all three of your main characters are women have we said the name of the movie yet did i miss that i i thought i said it it's called the seed even though i feel like they should have called it the thing because that's all they called it yeah (laughs) <laughs> even though i get why it's called the seed like okay ha <laughs> ha one of the better performances in the story is a kind of tomboyish one who is who's like only a nine you know um <laughs> they do that they do that she's 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 all that thing where one of them's supposed to be an uggo you know she's getting picked on by her friends and the only thing different about her is she's just in normal clothes she's- and they're dressed up like, and she doesn't hair. have social media. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but her part was was clearly originally written to be a dude that they bring along. A, a, a gay friend or a put upon stymied friend. I feel like all these characters could have been better uh, written in general and better directed again. And I maybe not having a woman for both of those roles fixes that problem. But I definitely think it would have helped when I was watching it. They show up. And I'm like, okay, so there's the the vapid influencer, the hanger on, 
and what has to be the final girl because they've color coded it blonde blonder darker hair and i thought okay i'll give them time we got 90 minutes and their characters do not evolve in any way beyond that point one of them refers to the dark-haired one as a hippie at one point and mentions her her job at like a dog shelter and i'm like that is the most characterization any of these people got the problem about this is is like it's not clever or funny enough to excuse itself it doesn't have anything to say like it's not like a lesson is learned here or a point is made it's just a little bit of weirdness and a little bit of body horror with no point and medium execution so what what did we just learn here nothing really you know well i okay so i'll i'll talk about the good stuff number 1 uh, I've, I've never really commented on this before, but I did notice it here. The lighting here was really good. I think the set design was good. The color palette here was good. It was a good looking movie. Unfortunately, the writing, the characters motivations were incomprehensible. At some point, they are kind of under the influence of, a, of something else out there. We haven't really synopsized here, but even then you still can't quite put together what's going on. And then when you do finally realize what's happening it's such a i don't i don't i'm gonna sound up my own ass here but it was such a juvenile conceit that i'm just like i can't believe that that was our payoff yeah and real quick the synopsis of this movie three young ladies go to a friend's father's super rich house with a giant pool in the middle of the desert that evening there's a meteor shower meteor lands in the pool that ends up not being a meteor but a really slimy puppet which I will say I really did enjoy the, I mean, what equated to be like a, a seal human hybrid looking Very, uh, creature that was all like it was all slimy too. fans of practical effects will have uh, effects all throughout the gamut to look at here. We've got some really good ones, some medium tier ones, and then there's some in here that uh, one of them looks like the, the protagonists are being hugged by a deflated waterbed. At that point, I felt like. You know, they already kind of went full tentacle porn. <laughs> Just get a tentacle. Oh. So now it's like a tentacle slanket or, or weighted blanket. I, I Whatever. That's, that's that's one of those ones where they clearly had something like they failed to execute something for financial reasons. Like it was it was clearly yeah. supposed to be a proxy for something else that was going to be finished. But and and once in a while you can get away with that. You just skate the camera off it, you know. I will also say I think this movie probably has an audience. It's just not new. Sure. I think uh, this has the potential to be kind of a, a cult classic. I think there's enough here that other people would gravitate towards that. It's fun. It's goopy. It's mean spirited. It's kind of dark. Like there's there's a lot here that people can latch onto. It just wasn't my particular cup of tea. You know, I I just I hate trashing on movies, but this was really not my cup of tea from the jump. I was kind of rolling my eyes. We have uh, the influencer character here who is the queen bitch of the group. Uh, and you hate her instantly. She's written so ham-fistedly that it's basically a boomer caricature of an influencer. And it's But it's then not later her in the house, movie right? she's the one No, it's it's, it's, it's the, the middle the it's mi the followers the middle girl's house. The the spineless one's dad's place. 
Yeah. And so she's there kind of being the most generic influencer she can be. But then later in the movie, she's the only one talking sense when our survivor character does some pretty inexplicable things that had me scratching my head. And she was the only one that said, you idiot, why did you do that? And I'm like, well, I, that makes sense. But I don't think you thought that through because it's coming from the character that I don't like. And that didn't make me feel any better about her. And yeah, the the story's a mess is where I'm this is where I think there was an execution problem because my, I think what is supposed to be happening is the creature can mentally influence one person at a time or, or perhaps two out of the three at a time. And so like two of them would be zonked out while one of them's cogent and that, that happens throughout. And I finally figured out, Oh, he would have to cast it in a higher level spell slot to get all three of them. <laughs> and, and so, and so what happens is every time another, you know, the third one walks in the room, he has to zap her. It frees up the one that he just sent on an errand and they, and she starts to try to get the group free. I think that's what was going on, but it wasn't made clear enough that I can say it's more than headcanon, you know? I think that that is a reasonable supposition to make based on the limited information you have available in this film. And also, I, I was confused by how far out of town they're supposed to be because it seems like they're pretty far out of town if they're worried about running out of gas in an ATV. That's that's a solid 50 miles. But also, at one point, they like they run to town and they hit a gas station and like only buy one 20-ounce drink apiece, you know? So there's like... Well, did you not buy food? Well, and this looks like the dark shadow realm version of the house from Parasite. And it's a really nice house. Sure. But then the the side by side or the razor and don't confuse the two because rich people will get on your ass. But whatever this four wheeler they have is really ramshackle and run down and not running dependably for what a nice house it is. And so that was a little inexplicable to me. I was actually shocked in that point. Stupid side note. They didn't even Greek out Polaris. Like, I doubt they had the money to pay for Polaris to have their name on the back of the tailgate on that thing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Polar- whatever. Polaris is Canadian. They They're easily impressed by the film industry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, you want to you I... put a couple sea-doos in it, too? Well, no, it's in a desert. Well, like, could there be a lake? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they got uh, one of them nice uh, swimming pools back there. Man, they set up like a lot of the house, uh, like that indoor swimming pool, you know, like how a, a typical horror movie will like go through the haunted house to see where like all the stuff's going to happen. And it really yeah, yeah, didn't you pay were, off in that way either. To, like hit her head in the pool or something like there to be some Chekhovian payoff. But I think they were just showing off their set in retrospect. Oh, yeah. And don't get me wrong. It's a sexy set, but. I don't know. Then what was the point of that intro? You know, LeWayne and I, I don't know how much of our audience listens to the entirety of the one of us screener squad catalog just out of, you know, whole cloth. But we were just on one where I had made the note. It seems like they got the location first and said, we should shoot a movie here. What can we shoot around what we've got? This feels a lot the same way. It's like, hey, we've got this house. We've got some pretty girls who are actresses. Uh, you know, let's make a movie around this. What are we going to make? Alien Invasion. Sure, works for me. And then we've got this one kid, the only uh, one of the only other characters in this movie who I think was in another movie and was digitally dropped in 
to great effect. He is on a different level of comedy. He's on a different level of performance. This kid is in a, in a different movie, but he's here and uh, he plays a minor role. He's the virgin in a raunchy movie. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's on a he's on a literally a different tier, tier of verisimilitude than the entire than the rest of the movie. Although it is it is kind of funny, the ultimate resolution with him. But this is one of those ones where like you you want to see the people work more. I kept picking and I know like it's it's like the vampires in space thing where the, your problem is that the vampires are in space. Not that they're <laughs> vampires, you know. But like there's stuff that happens like they go over to they have um you know there's one neighbor that they can visit who is a woman who is supposed to I th- I think the whole thing is she's supposed to be like a strong liberated woman and 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 they find and she they drop some exposition about how she's a cool chick she's like this astrophysicist that lives out here by her lonesome she's a badass and then later when they go back to her cabinet after there's been or her cabin after there's been a meteor shower and they find all these charts. They're like, wow, what? this is all weird, complicated stuff. What was she into? And like nobody goes, she's an astrophysicist. We said that in the first third. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> these, are, these are. She's into astrophysics. She was out here because you can see the meteors. That's clearly what the writer intended. You know, <laughs> and, and none of, none of well, them. And she also provides a little bit of exposition. Yeah. Well, she doesn't, but her notes and stuff provide some exposition and some sort of explanation. Well, and I want to say that that character was totally wasted, but at the yes. same time, I don't know what this production was facing. I don't, maybe it was a pandemic thing. Maybe they, you know, didn't have her for a day, but that character's ultimate fate is seems tacked on. It seems kind of chintzy. Um, like this feels like the movies I used to make when I was a teenager where we would write right. them as we go. <laughs> yes. What happened with her was definitely something that would have made the end of the movie be creepier and make a lot more sense if they would have showed it and not had them and not told it. I feel like we should just dive into final thoughts and because Matt, we've never recorded before. I think you haven't corrected um. me. But I'm going to make you go first. To tell you the truth, I hardly know myself anymore. I'm sorry, Mom, if you're listening, but uh, what these guys made is a Coke movie. Like, like <laughs> this is like a... <sighs> like some influencers found the Eraserhead baby. I bet we can shoot this for 20 grand. Good enough that they should all get another job. But I can't recommend it to anybody. Like, definitely don't buy a theatrical ticket to this for $12. You know, this is a streaming special at best. I'm going to give this a three out of seven um, episodes of USA up all night that this should have been. This is my theory that we're ruining our own horror industry with our contempt for the short film. Because what this really should have been is a 30 to 45 minute tv or short like it would have been it should have been yep. the outer limits you yep. know but trevor um like i said there's a lot to enjoy here this was a professionally made movie it is hard to make a movie and these guys got it done it just wasn't the movie for me that said unfortunately a lot of this movie hinges on a special effect as i said there there's a whole gamut here you're gonna see bad special effects you're gonna see really good practical special effects the special effect that this 
movie hinges on largely is a mid-tier special effect and that is unfortunate um and it gets a lot of screen time uh it kind of reminds me of it's alive where they had just the 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 one puppet that they kind of used for everything the the demon baby kind of reminded me of that otherwise there there was some laughs in here but overall it just kind of felt mean-spirited it felt kind of like this guy may have been, you know, digging some right hooks at influencer culture from the outside, or maybe he had an ex-girlfriend that was an influencer that didn't treat him great. But it was just kind of ham-fistily written. There's there's not a lot of nuance here, but it's got some goopy, gory sex monsters going on. So, hey, if that's your thing, enjoy. I'm going to give this uh, probably three and a half out of ten Kids who were in a different movie. Luane? <laughs> I don't hate this movie. I just think a lot of it doesn't work. I'd like to see everybody involved do something else. I would just like them to find somebody else's script to do. That is where I think this movie is its weakest. Yeah, the effects, okay, fine, whatever. I mean, if I'm watching a movie that is going to be a Something that I probably would have liked on VHS when I was a kid. Sure, fine. There are no surprises to this movie. You, you've you seen all the elements of this before. You may even have seen all the elements of it before recently. It's fine. I get it. They got to make a movie or they got one made. And that's, hey, points on for that. Some of the creature effects are pretty cool. Some of the other stuff. Eh, all right, whatever. This is sort of middle of the road for me. Um, two out of five horny substitute gardeners. Yeah, you guys pretty much said most of it. I will expand a bit on the director, writer, Sam Walker. Matt, you mentioned, you know, and I agree with you. Why don't we lean on the short form narrative, especially for horror? Because it, it lends itself so well to, you know, 15, 30 minutes. Like, yeah, obviously I want to see feature length horror movies still but they don't all have to be that this definitely felt like it was padded out and yeah, it could have been a 30 minute creature feature. Good thing about this film. Yeah. The, the effects kind of waver, but I think the puppet that they got, it's slimy and gross and the slimier and grosser a puppet looks for practical effects. I think all these characters could have been better if they were written better. They're very one dimensional, but the actresses are very good. You can tell there's moments where they got to do something uh, that, you know, from within themselves rather than freaking Sam telling them what to do. No offense, Sam. I just think you're in the wrong position in this movie. You've done a lot of shorts. I'm glad you got to make a feature. That's a huge step. Uh, overall, I think it was like a C minus D plus effort. Four out of 10 invasion of the body snatcher ripoffs. You know, I guess, I guess my final note, my, my, my pull quote from this is going to be, this was not the movie for me, but there is a capacity to have fun watching this. Howdy, podcast listeners. I'm Trevor T. Trujillo. And I'm Matt Foster, and together we co-host the Nighthawks podcast, a movie-centric podcast that covers just about everything. 
big films? Citizen Kane, Casablanca, The Avengers, Star Wars. The films that aren't as big on budget, but we still love. Found Footage 3D, The Big Lebowski. Not to mention films from distant shores. Lone Wolf and Cub, Dearest Sister. Plus we have some great guests like Alamo Drafthouse founder Tim Lee. Episode 7. Doctor Strange writer C. Robert Cargill. Episode 100. Director Stephen DiGennaro. Episode 53, Episode 100. Or you can listen to any of the over 120 other episodes we have on deck for you. Instant Classics. Find us on all good podcatchers. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Audible, Spotify. Or at our website. Nighthawkspodcast.com. Join our cult. Probably not a real cult. It's a real cult. <laughs>